God is passionate about you. You matter to him. The Bible says that we didn't choose him. He chose us. It says we love him because he first loved us. I said this over Christmas. I said if God, if God had a fridge, your picture would be on it. If God had a wallet, your picture would be in it. That's how much he cares about you. He is personal. He chose you. He chose you. Ready for another video? Who hasn't been here? Have a look at this. All right, guys, let's play a little softball. Pick your team, gents. Oh, man, here we go. I've got Lewis. Yeah. Got Humphreys. Uh, Heathcliff. Yeah. Sean. Pick me. All right. Give me Richie. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy. Right Pick Give me, me Nathan. Pick me. Whittington. No, he sucks. Mike. Yeah. I'm good. Justin. Henry. Okay, white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Debbie, let's go. Let's go. There is no language in our love. Schools, games, picking teams first. You never wanted to be the last one chosen, did you? They always chose the best first. I don't know where you got chose. But when it comes uh, to, to God, you were picked first. That's what it says. Verse 4, let me, let me show you. It says, verse 4, it says, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Before he made the world, he chose you. Isn't that incredible? Before he made anything, he chose you. You were first. You were the first thing on his mind. Before he made the sun, he was thinking of you. Before he made the moon, he was thinking about you. Or the stars, he was thinking of you. Before he made the oceans, he was thinking about you. Or the sand, he was thinking about you. The sky, he was thinking of you. He made everything with you 
in mind. Why? Because he chose you. Because he loves you. He wants to spend time with you. We've had a, a great week as church leaders this week because Scott is, is, is away. Or is he back yet? He's still away. He's, he's somewhere up a mountain having great fun. That's great for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't mean it like that. No, no. Let me explain. We had a great time because Scott's been away and he's sending back pictures. We're all in a WhatsApp group and we get these pictures sent to us of these mountains, these views that Scott's enjoying. And we're all like, wow, we think this is a great thing that we're thinking about as a church leadership team that maybe one of us should always be away taking pictures somewhere nice. We could put budget this? No, okay. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but you're just looking at this beautiful pictures and you think, wow. God made us, thought of us, before he made that for us to enjoy. Ian, you sent a picture this week of the sunrise. He, he made us. He had us in mind when he was thinking of that. He's put all these things together for, for us to enjoy with him. You know what sunrises or sunsets aren't designed to be? There's something in the rear mirror as you're driving. How often have you been like, oh, that's pretty, and just kept on going? How, time have you, how many times you've come over a valley or come up Robra Hill and just like, <gasps> but you don't have time to stop and to enjoy? God has made you, chose you, before he made the world, for you to enjoy him. Maybe this year, maybe this year, you, you, you need to, to learn to slow down, to stop, to enjoy his company. Take a bit more time. Maybe this year you should do more sunrises and sunsets. I don't know what sort of person you are, if you're a sunriser or a sunsetter, but wouldn't it be good to spend a bit more seeing and spending time with God? A bit more where he takes your breath away as you enjoy. He has chosen you in Christ before the world. We are chosen in Christ before the world. Let's live a little with God. Well, let's live a lot with God. And the last thing I want to say, is it really only 11 o'clock? Did we send them out really early? All right, I'll speak for another hour. We're okay. <laughs> we are chosen in Christ before before the world for a purpose. If you, if you were at work and someone came up and said, and the boss came up to you and said, you've been chosen, you'd go, oh, good. If, if, if you were in a sports team and, you know what I mean, that you go to every week and suddenly someone walks up to you and says, oh, if your coach walks up and says, you've been chosen, you'd be thinking, oh, oh, good. If you walked into a store and 
suddenly there's party poppers going off and people cheering and clapping. And suddenly the manager of the store comes up and goes, you've been chosen. The question you would have to ask is, for what? What have I been chosen for? I, I went to a, a, a madness concert um, a, a few years back. And as I walked in, there was four of us. As we walked into the concert, this, this, this woman pulled me aside from the crowd. And she says, you've been chosen for a VIP band. And I went, fantastic. How much is it? And she went, no, no, it's free. I went, great. Why did you choose me? She went, well, we're just choosing people randomly. And we thought you looked like the type who'd like it. I went, and what does it do? And eventually she explained it to me. This VIP band would enable me to go into a special bar. I was like, woo! I have no idea what that means. She goes, and in the special bar at halftime, the band will appear and you'll have free drinks and free food with the band. I'm like, you're kidding, and this is free. We are chosen, but the question we need to be asking is chosen for what? What has God chosen for us to do. I mean, we believe it, don't we? We are chosen in Christ before the world, but for a purpose. And what is that purpose? We find it in the next chapter, in chapter 2, verse 10. We are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We are created to do good works. You were born this way. You were born to do good works. It's how you are made. We are not like the heady greens of this world who are going to hoard everything that we can and not share anything. We are actually designed to be the other way. We're designed to be like God himself. Ephesians 5, a bit further on in the chapters that we'll get to, Follow God's example, therefore, as daily loved children and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. We are called for a purpose to do good, to do good works. What good has God called you to do? What has God called you to do? What, what good works can you do? What is he asking of you? You ever done anything that's been a bit, bit, a bit uh, fun, a bit creative? Remember the Seven Bridge? You remember that we had to pay to go into Wales? Oh, it used to cost a fortune, but it was worth every penny, wasn't it, Ian? Every time you were free to come back into England, it wasn't worth it. But, but to go to Wales, you'd be thinking, well... Pay for the car behind used to be the funniest thing. It was worth the fiver alone. Because the guy's like, oh, the car behind, so the car in front's paying. And you have this guy trying to speed up going, Dan, no, then, who's this person chasing you up the motorway? It's like, where is this? But just being generous. Buy, buy someone a coffee. My, my friend um, uh, Chris used to be a, a youth worker in, in, in uh, Exeter when he turned 30. He's a year older than me. When he turned 30, he says, oh, Steve, I wonder if you'd like to do lunch with me on my birthday. And I thought, oh, that'd be nice. He goes, oh, you don't know what I'm going to do, but it'll be fun. And on his birthday, he'd asked 
for money, for presents. 30, the 30th birthday, he obviously got quite a whack. And what he did is he decided that he was going to feed, give everyone, every homeless man in Exeter a meal, like a proper meal, like a, a, a choice of a restaurant-type meal. And he went around all the restaurants and got all the menus and went one by one around all the people who, who were sleeping rough and took orders of what they would like for, for a meal and then went and got them. And I, I came back and went, wow, that's so generous. God's going to be so pleased with you. When you get to heaven, it's going to be great. You've just invested money. He went, no, no, no. He said, I got paid every penny here and there by the look on those people's faces. He says, it was worth it. I loved it. We're designed to do good works. Who wants to have life? Jesus said it. I've come to give you life and life to its fullness. I think only when we start to step in and do what God's called us to do that we, we discover what the fullness of life is. Sometimes we just get so tied up in our own little world that we miss out on the opportunity to take part in the plans and the, the ideas that God has got. You are designed to do good works. But what good stuff is God asking you to do this year? What difference can you make? I mean, we've got it in our, in our DNA here in the, in the church. You'll see it written on our walls. It's even in our, in our name, isn't it? MBC. What does MBC stand for? Mitch and Hampton. What's, what's the values? Move, celebrate, bless. And if you took it a little bit further, I can't even think which wall it's on. Is it the hub or upstairs? Upstairs. It says, move closer to God, bless someone in a practical way, and celebrate God in the community. How are we going to bless someone in a practical way? What good can you do this year, this coming year? God calls us. We've got a little bit of time, which is very unusual, isn't it, in a church? Um, I'm trying to look around to see if we all know each other. I know most of you, so all of you. Um, you don't have to, but why not chat with two or three people around you and say, what good do you think that you can do this year? What is God calling to you? You don't want to do that, just sit and be quiet. Okay, yeah, that's absolutely fine. But uh, let's have a chat. A couple of minutes, and then uh, I'll ask Liz to come and lead us in some more song worship. <laughs>